Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Forrest knocks the pass away, steals it. Forrest to the rim. Forrest to the layup. Nice. Trent Forrest with a steal and a bucket. He had four the other night. House. Quick release three. Knew he had it. Backpedaling the other way before it goes down. And Daniel House is feeling it. He's got 14. Butler pulls back on a three. Hit it. Oh, Jared Butler. Don't do me like that. Suns have scrambled with the basketball. Drives over to the left side. Hands it out to Booker. Three-pointer. Susan. Ball way out on the perimeter now. He launches a three. Shusane! Oh, brother! What can you say about CP3? Ball will bring it up front. Ball drives the left side. Ball has a 15-footer. Give it to him. Chris Paul. What a ball game. What a player. Chris Paul, what a ball game. What a player. Devin Booker. They combine for 60 friggin' points. And the Jazz go down. The Jazz, such as they are. Riley Jensen joining me as DJ's on his soccer retreat. Wow, man. Can you believe that the Jazz have had just basically a casual attitude toward the regular season? Here's, here's where you talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it, it's been a really, really interesting season for the Jazz. And I don't... I don't know. I don't know where to lay my hat. I don't know where to think about it, other than the one thing that was nice to see last night is to see guys that haven't been playing all year coming and play really, really hard. But when you got somebody like CP3 and Devin Booker at the end of the game, it's what they do in the fourth quarter, right? They take it over. They 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 let everybody get involved with the game all game long, and then they're like, okay, so now it's time for me to win the game. Yeah, and 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 Paul at pushing 38, playing 40 minutes. We'll see what he's got tomorrow night when they come here. And I know we're supposed to come in here and praise the young guys for playing hard and all that. And and I get that Conley is all of 34, but he needs as much time off as possible. And Chris Paul is 38, or approaching 38, if he's not already 38, and he can go 40 minutes. Uh, Conley needs to sit out. And I get that Gobert was hurt. And I get Bogdanovich has the finger issue and Mitchell has the concussion. I understand all that. But what about O'Neal and uh, Ingles? Let's just sit everybody out. What the hell? I mean, I'm surprised at the casual attitude towards the regular season. I, I know we're supposed to come in here and say the young guys played so hard, but it was great to see them give that gutty effort and uh, they really battled hard and I'm so proud of them. I know that's the party line that we're supposed to say. And I'll say that too, fine. But I'm still surprised at the cavalier attitude towards the regular season. Is that is is that a surprise to you because it's the Jazz organization or at the NBA in general? It's it's certainly not unique to the Jazz by any stretch. Yeah, I mean I I just feel like this this seems yeah. to be more and more the attitude. Oh, the there's NBA. no question. There's no question. But you look back, I mean you grew up here, I did not. So you can speak to the days of the Iron Man when 82 was expected. And, you know, I, I called up Thurl Bailey's uh, basketball reference. He came in the league in 83, uh, 22 years old. His first nine seasons, he missed a total of uh, one, three, uh, four games 
in his first nine seasons total, but that's reduced by only two because when he got traded in 91-92, he played in 84 games, and there's only 82. <laughs> the real Iron Man. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, look, the, the old phrase like your your best ability is availability. Is, it seems like it's a it's it's kind of like a, a phrase of the past now. Because if you're good enough, you don't have to play every game now. Oh no, it's not expected. And and the playoffs matter. And if they win in the playoffs, who cares what happened on July or January twenty fourth? I understand it completely. You're acting really old school, like like an old codger that's like well, kind of angry I'm, about everything. Wait, yeah. is that just normal? <laughs> what? Way to go, guys! You played so hard. I'm happy. Wow, you played hard. You're really. Is that what you want? Is that what people want from me? I've only been doing this for 20 years. If they want me to do that, I can do that. Hell, I want to be popular like every TV guy too. <laughs> I can do that if that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> You're very popular, PK. I'm popular in a different way. I mean, I, I can cheerlead too and just go. I mean, what, what the heck? I, I can do that. So, I mean, I mean the guys in them force look good. I, I, I give them that. I'm just looking, and it's not. It's not. I'm not criticizing the Jazz individually by any stretch. And even if I were, I don't care. But uh, I'm not. That's not the point. So I also found it strange that Rudy Gay, Daniel House, you got to UL, and Whiteside, the three front court starters, all of them are four for nine. When's the last time that ever happened? They're all four for nine from the field. That's crazy. What a, what a stat. All of them four for nine. And it was a decent game. I enjoyed watching it. Uh, so I was fine with that. Suns were without two starters. We overlooked that. Just our guys. Hey, shh. Leave that part <laughs> out, okay? I mean, you know, every team that the Jazz go up against is 100% with not any injuries whatsoever. Uh, we, we just we casually overlooked I mean, that. If, if, if I were playing for the Jazz and I were and I were a starter, my, my argument to, to, to the effort and that everything that happened with the new guys coming in is like, well, sure, they're, they're playing for another team right now. <laughs> they're playing they're, for survival in the league. They are. They're, of course they're going to play their hardest yeah. because – they want to have a contract at the end of this year. They want to have yeah. a contract at the end of two years and be in the league as long as they can. Where myself, you know, if, if let's say I'm one of, one of the starters, obviously I'm not, but I'm, I'm saying if in my mindset, I'd be like, well, okay, it's a long season. I'm playing a marathon here. I'm not playing a sprint. These guys get to play a sprint whenever they come in. Yeah, I'm yeah. playing a marathon. And it was great. It was good to see them get in. Forrest looked good. Looks like he's developing into a nice NBA player. We'll see if uh, well, House has been around the league a little bit. Clarkson's already established. So those are just my thoughts. You can disagree. I've got no problem. I get disagreement every day. I put it out there. So the Jazz are back in action tomorrow. Uh, Tip-off, it's late. Oh, it's an, it must be an ESPN game, huh? 8 o'clock game, yeah, ESPN. 8 o'clock uh, if you want to come down to the arena and see them play. 8 o'clock against the Suns. And the Suns are just absolutely freaking rolling, man. They got, what are they, 38 and 9 now? That's eight game lead over the Jazz. Goodbye, number one record. But in, in the playoffs, you know, see what happens. All right, there you go. That's your Jazz, 97 5, 1280 the zone. Hashtag NBA. Garland on the left side in the middle of the lob. Open three. Good! Oh, the New York Knicks are getting a whole lot of love. Nikhil, kick it to Josh. Left wing three on the way. Instant dividends! 
going to say his ankle's okay. That's your first made three from someone other than Devontae Graham tonight. Turned it over, Brown to Green, with a yellow step, and a right-handed power dunk. Oh, my goodness, that was sick. Devontae Green with a slam, and the Bulls are running on Duncan. My goodness. Bulls are running on Duncan. Tim Duncan, who are they talking about? <laughs> running running and Duncan. Oh, running and Duncan. I thought they were running on Duncan. <laughs> That'd uh, just be inappropriate. I mean, the guy retired a long time ago. He did. The Bulls squeaking by the OKC Thunder by one point. Bulls got a ton of injury issues themselves, man. They're just missing yeah, lots of guys. Lonzo Ball is out. Uh, my man uh, Caruso got smacked to the ground by... Uh, Former Jazz guy, Grayson Allen, and he's going to be out six to eight weeks. Uh, Levine came back, though. He had been out, and he had 23-7. and seven. Some guy I've never even heard of. Dosanumu, 24 points. When I looked at that last night, I had to look him up. 10 of 14, having himself a ball game. Speaking of guys coming in and getting an opportunity, he's a kid out of uh, Illinois. Born in 2000 makes him only 22 years of age, and that's cool to see. It's cool to see. When did guys you guys start this show? What are you talking about? DJ and PK. Six o'clock. <laughs> what year? Oh. <laughs> I think you've been doing this show longer than he's been alive. <laughs> 2002. He's got us by two years. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Couple other games. Cavs win. Kevin Love, twenty points. I wonder if he'll stay there. I, I think it's. A, I did see a uh, thing somewhere that the Cavs want some veteran guys, and they had a picture. They superimposed now. They had a picture of five guys in Cav uniforms, and one of them was our dear friend Joe Ingles, saying that the Cavs would be interested in a shooter off the bench. Uh, trade deadline is uh, about two weeks away now. So what? Today's Tuesday, so it's uh, 16 days. And the Cavs have been a great success story this season for them as far as uh, what uh, probably what they're expected to do and what they are doing. And they've got a great young nucleus. And so they, you could see where they would be interested in some potential veteran help because their starting lineup is very young and they're 10 games over 500. I mean, they sucked for years. For after, years? Well, yeah, after LeBron took off. Uh, so what's his, this, this is his fourth year, so for at least three years. And then obviously before he went back the second time, they weren't any good. Uh, but, you know, you draft right, you make the right moves, and you can be competitive. And this is like their first year being competitive. And at this point, 10 games over 500 at 29 and uh, 19, that's pretty doggone good. They're only they're only a game and a half out of first place because if you look at the East, you go all the way down to sixth place with Philly, and they're two and a half behind the Miami Heat. So that is all jumbled up. Right. Talking about how the West like the has West. had some separation now with the Suns being three and a half games above the Warriors, and it doesn't look like the Warriors would be all that interested in getting the best record. And then Memphis... Uh, six and a half. The Jazz are a game and a half behind Memphis, only a game and a half above uh, the Mavs. So the Jazz don't look like they've got a prayer, and it don't look like they care about having the best record in the league anyway. So we'll see how that plays out. But the East is all jumbled up, which from a fan perspective makes it exciting. We'll see what happens there. I'm intrigued to see. Put on your GM hat. You trading Joe Ingles, Riley S. Jensen? Well, I was going to ask you the question while you were talking 
how how much of how, how difficult is that as a as a pro athlete that you know you're two weeks out, three weeks out from trade deadline, and there's all these rumors swirling. I think it's got to suck if your it's, name is being out there. And Joe's Joe's acknowledged it. He acknowledged it last Thursday. He's acknowledged it. Uh, I think the week before last. So it's two out of the last three weeks when he's come on, he's talked about it. Yeah, and 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 if he's talking about it, certainly something that's on his mind. Yeah, of course it is. And he's so got, he's got his kids here in school and everything, and therapy with the one son, and he doesn't yeah. want to have to uproot it. I couldn't imagine that, and you you virtually have no say in it. Well, I, and I guess the answer to your question is it depends, which is kind of a cop out, right? But yeah. it depends on what you're getting back. Play it safe, Riley. Come on. <laughs> but it really does <laughs> depend on what you get back. I'm not. I'm not sure. That, I'm not sure that Cleveland has something that I that I really really want that would that would that, that would force my yeah, hand to probably trade. not because they're looking to get better, not to dish off people. All right, there you go. It's your NBA. Let's move on, Yoxter. Hashtag college basketball. Riley Jensen's Weber State Wildcats beat SUU in a battle in the Big Sky, 92-84. Way to go. Joara, 20, 25 points. That's a big game for them. They moved to 7-1 and one in conference. Uh, the uh, Thunderbirds fall to 5-2. and two. Well, that game that game got a little bit uh, dicey at the end with some free throws and some missed shots. I think Weber State went 1-for-2 on free throws for like the last four possessions, which, which made things really, really interesting there at the end. You work with Weber State, don't you? I do. Weber State Athletics and their athletics department, and there's a few different players, and obviously the teams that I all work with or that I work with. You work with men's basketball. I do. Some good, good players there, and some. I, I, I'm always interested when I'm watching teams develop. You're talking about really good individuals too, just people that are good teammates, people that play hard, and I think Randy Ray's got this thing back on track again. He's going in the right direction. Well, if you look at Randy Ray's record, his track record, that's usually what happens. There may be a season in there where they slip a little bit, but then he comes back. I mean, he's done this multiple times. This guy's a mainstay. No, there's in, no in there's August. no question he's a mainstay. I think part of part of the the thing that's difficult about college sports right now is is NIL and basically free agency without contracts and all these different things. I mean, I mean, I know I know that before Dylan Jones left last year, like there, there was conversations that he was going to have like five offers, and he did, and he still came back to Randy Ray, right? So I mean, he had offers from from Butler, he had offers from a lot of different schools to just go ahead and go. Yeah. But he he loves Randy Ray. Who knows what happens this year? <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's a really really good young player. There's some really really good talent on that team. Cool. We'll see what happens there when we get to March and uh, which team is going to represent the Big Sky in the NCAA tournament. Right now, Weaver's got an excellent chance, and I wouldn't rule out Southern Utah either. That's your college basketball right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NFL. Football is extremely important in my life, and it means a lot to me, and I care a lot about what we're trying to accomplish as a team, and I care a lot about my teammates. And the biggest difference now that I'm older is I have kids now too, you know, and I care about them a lot as well. You know, they've been my biggest supporters. My wife is my biggest supporter. It pains her to see me get hit out there 
Anthony. And, um, you know, she deserves what she needs from me as a husband. My kids deserve what they need from me as a dad. You obviously said you guys want Aaron or you want Aaron back and, and you want him to retire here. Is that the final organizational decision on that? Or is there still, you know, some debate about, you know, that you guys have to have um, to make sure you guys want to move forward with him for another year? No, every, every conversation I've been involved in with Goody and Russ and Mark, we're all on the same page there. So there, there's no debate. That's Tom Brady. His kids are special to him. Good for you, Tom. Your wife's special to you. Good for you, Tom. That puts you in the category of everybody else. And you can decide because you're rich beyond belief if you want to be there 24-7 or if you want to continue with the job. And uh, he's earned that right. I hope he comes back. You're, saying, you're saying it's first world problems? Well, meaning... meaning- you know, I mean, we not everybody it. has that choice. You've got a family. Good for you. <laughs> he's just setting up the drama for the comeback. He, come on, man. No, he's answering questions and he's speaking from the heart. I've got no problem with that. It just it puts him in uh, no other category that uh, thousands of millions of us aren't uh, aren't in. My old man loved me just as much as Tom loved his kids, and he worked two jobs. <laughs> My whole life, he was. A he jan- should have made more money. He was a janitor in the day, and he was a janitor at night. <laughs> he should have made more money. <laughs> and my high school baseball games, he'd come over and sit in the car um, because he had to get back to one of his jobs. So good for Tom. Way to go! I hope he comes back. And that's Lafour on Aaron Rodgers, as that saga is going to continue. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is my favorite player. In the NFL, he has been for a number of years. I'm not a why, and because I just like the way he plays, man. I love great quarterbacking. I mean, I can do without all the drama, but I That's like. What I was going to say, does, does, does the, off the field play any role in how you feel about? Not athletes? really, no. Because if I did that, and I talked about this yesterday, then you can pick everybody apart. Yeah, yeah. It's like with politics. If I get on that train, then I have to go. I, I, when when do I, you never get off? You're constantly on it. And the president called some Fox guy an SOB, and now we got to see all these tweets of when the Democratic side, the liberal side, criticized the other guy because he called somebody an SOB, and then you just go back and forth forever, and nobody wins, everybody loses. So I choose not to get on that train. You choose. You choose the mantra of "You're a jerk. I'm a jerk. Let's all just get over it." Okay. And move forward. <laughs> yeah. So if I, where does it, where does it end with the off the field? Am I gonna because somebody says something in their personal life? Now I'm no longer gonna like that sport. I never got in when they knelt. Kneel all you want, <laughs> whatever. I don't care. I watch football because I like football. Uh, and these other dudes, when the bubble came and they had the shirts on and blah blah blah. In the re- in the end, that ain't gonna do jack squat. You know, the guy in the hood who needs help, you, you, you can kneel all you want. What what difference is that going to make? I, I want ground level stuff. You know, Donovan Mitchell preaches about education. Good job, my man, because that's going to make the difference. All this other stuff is cosmetic. And so, and Aaron Rodgers can do and say whatever he wants. I like watching him play football. I hope he comes back. I'd prefer not the drama, but I was watching, what was it, uh, Saturday night? And I was surprised that the Packers struggled as much as they did. I was rooting for them to win because I like to watch Aaron Rodgers play. I love to see the best be at their best. To me, that's what turns me on as a sports fan. So 
So tell me this. So so you don't care what they do off the field, but when somebody like Najee Harris is going back to to the homeless shelter that he grew up in, and he's like, awesome. does that help you to cheer for him more because of yeah, his ground level? Yeah, I can level? buy that. I can buy that. Absolutely. Good point. Because I thought that was pretty cool. I no thought that was question. pretty cool. No question. And he goes back there every year. He had his draft party there Yeah, yeah. at, yeah. at that place. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and I I understand a little bit about the foster system, so uh, I appreciate that 100%. I will agree with that, absolutely. And when Mitchell talks about education, I want to give him a hug because he is spot on. Absolutely. You give me a hug. Well, you you talk about education. (laughs) I think education is very important. In fact, I'm going to talk about education all day this morning. I mean, I'm I'm expecting at least 20 hugs today. Okay. (laughs) Get your mask on. All right, let's move on to MLB. Hashtag Major League Baseball. We got progress. The MLB Players Association and the ownership, all those folks, plan to meet today. They had a Monday bargaining session. And, says right here, first sliver of progress between the two sides in the lockout. That's cool. Face-to-face meetings lasted about two hours. Yeah. I mean, that bothers me. I don't, I don't, you're playing a kid's game. Get out there. Spring training's coming up in about, uh, what, three, four weeks. And I would like to, particularly growing up in, in Arizona in my teen years, and to see how much that meant to the economy. I mean, it, that's the, the fallout on this stuff is, you know, restaurants and hotels and stuff. Because, I mean, you go to the Valley of the Sun in March, and you might as well be in Little Chicago. I mean, the, the, the amount of Cub fans that come out of the woodworks that are already there or want to come to Chicago, from Chicago or wherever they're coming from where the weather sucks and to get some sunshine after not having it and warm temps. It's incredible. And I always loved it. March was always my favorite month when I lived there. And when I lived there, it wasn't near the stuff that it is now, although I've been to spring training probably 15 times since I moved away. So I understand it. And uh, I would just like to see that continue. And there's a lot of people who rely on that. So it would be cool if they can get this done. So make that happen for me, Riley, okay? I'll do what I can. I'll be in the meetings. Then we got MLB is expanding automated strike zone experiment to AAA, which obviously is the highest level. Uh, posted a hiring notice seeking seasonal employees to operate automated ball, automated ball strike system at the AAA clubs, which includes our Salt Lake Bees. So what does he yell down? Hey, Mac, that's a strike! How will that work? <laughs> it's a robot that just calls it out behind the plate. No, well, no, you have you have it there. He's sitting in the press box. He yells it out. Ah, strike! <laughs> that would be funny. Actually. I said what I said. <laughs> That's a ball. Well, so, tell the computer it's blind. So, so, the, so we're just taking the human element out of this. Like no fights, no no spitting on each other, no kicking dirt on anybody. Well, like, I, isn't that I, part of the fun? It, I think it is. But you're going old school there, old timer. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, <laughs> listen, just because I called you an old codger doesn't mean I don't have like. Codger tendencies. <laughs> that that stuff has gone away a lot. The Earl Weavers coming out and yelling and Tom Sorda and Billy Martin kicking dust or dirt on the plate. Lou Pinella. Pinella was a hothead. Yeah. Oh, sure. And that was way entertaining to the fans. They love that stuff. But they don't with the automatic uh, instant replay, I should say, you don't really get that anymore anyway. They just go to the replay. So a lot of that stuff we've taken out. So And, yeah, if you're going to go to the automation with the balls and strikes, 
then that's that's one of the last respites of arguing. So I, I to be honest with you, I haven't seen this. Like, what does the robot look like? Like, is he? You don't know. I don't know actually. That's some box they're gonna have. I mean, are, 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 we, are we gonna inside that box? It's a strike. I know, but are we gonna go real techie? Like, like really have like a robot behind? I don't think we're gonna have a robot because then uh, foul balls. It'd be running into the robot on pop flies and whatnot. That's a good point. Uh, so I would assume it would be done upstairs. They run into refs anyway, <laughs> and umpires. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have a mixed uh, feeling on that. I'm willing to try it at the AAA level or any minor league level, see how it goes. Uh, I think that I think baseball needs to not overhaul, but certainly needs to modify a lot of the things that they got going on to make the game more appealing to the youngsters. Because as you know, Riley, soccer is taking over. Soccer uh, rules the world. Oh, I don't think it's just this world either. I mean, it, like, look, I run a little independent football camp in the spring. Just trying to get green space in this state is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the soccer teams have it all. And and what? How old are they? Like eight, nine. Right. Because at that age, five. it's easy to do. It's a hell right. of a lot easier to do that than to stand in the batter in the batter's box and strike out. That's a good point. That's a lesson in life. Soccer, they delay lessons in life. So you're saying, yeah. If, if you want to learn right how to, I'm do, saying. if you want to learn how to do hard things, play baseball. He says, stand in the batter's box <laughs> and have everybody look at you. And mommy and daddy can't help you at that point. And you can't hide, right? We're in soccer. You can just kind of kick the ball a little. Bit. Go, Johnny, kick the ball. Way to go, Johnny. Remember how Ethan Tanner and Stanley. yeah, you're the you're the author who, of that. Uh, what? Ethan Tanner and Sterling playing soccer, buddy. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're BS. And I, I, know, and I know why you're about. BSing me now. <laughs> and if you ever have any doubt on anybody's agenda, follow the money. Boom. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. You can call them at 801-295-1690. 295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up. We're going to get into transfers. There's a big name still out there. And where is he going to Mississippi? We'll see what Riley Jensen knows. Stay with us, 97.5, 1280 The Zone.